Hey guys, welcome back to Investing Should Be Easy. I'm your host, Alex Richwagon, and just want to say hey, how are you? Hopefully everybody's going to have a really great and safe Memorial Day, which is coming up next weekend, and not this weekend, but the following weekend. Anyways, because uh, today we're recording this episode on May 17th, and I wanted to talk about something I saw in the news and how it relates to investments how it relates to how we should be looking forward over the next three to five years, maybe even 10 years of what is the future going to look like? If you could go back in time and invest in Apple or Facebook or any stock that has really taken off and had as a tremendous run that was a future-facing technology and you're like, dang, I wish I would have had that one. That's what we want to talk about. We're going to dedicate a series to these this episode, which I would call Future Investing, and specifically on two items that are very new, and we don't really know the full, full scope of how big these industries could be. It's all about robotics, automation, and artificial intelligence. There's a ETF. That is a publicly traded ETF. ETF is an exchange traded fund called Robo, R-O-B-O. And it's got a plethora of these stocks that are just given to us and saying, hey, somebody's already done a lot of research. Now let's dive in and find out what things we should be looking at for the future. So that's what today's episode's about. We're going to talk about Robo, break it down. Not entirely because we're going to dedicate a series to this. I don't know how many episodes, but we'll figure it out along the way. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, go ahead and send me an email at alex.richwagon at gmail.com. That's alex.richwagon at gmail.com with a G-E-N on the end of Richwagon. Now, before anything further ado, let's go ahead and start the show in three, two, cue the music. All right, like that. Every time I hear that, it gets me uh, up and going a little bit further. So, again, top of the show, we talked about Robo is a ETF that is a compilation of companies made up that specialize in robotics, some kind of technology, artificial intelligence, automation, all the things that are going to impact our lives over the next 20 to 50 years, if you will, around making life easier, having smarter homes, lights that turn off and on when you enter the room. They could be semiconductor companies that influence those decision-making. They could be a robotic dog. But I want to talk about something that I saw in the news that was, I would say, really cool. And I want to talk about it because, to me, it represents what the future is going to be all about. And it was on CNN Money, and it was about a humanoid robot that goes for a run in the park all by itself. And the robot's called Atlas, and they have another one called Spot Mini. And these two objects, one was um, the humanoid robot, it looked at it going for a run. It also had some really cool video of a robot stacking boxes. 
I mean, talk about these mundane tasks that humans shouldn't be doing. They should be adding value in multiple other ways by using their mind, their creativity, not by stacking boxes. So that was pretty interesting. Um, the Spot Mini is a four-legged, kind of like a robot dog that can roll over, can play catch, play fetch. It knows how to get underneath a coffee table when it's walking around. But think about the uses for these different robots, which are being made by uh, Boston Dynamics. Boston Dynamics is a company that was featured. But they're not publicly traded, so don't go looking for Boston Dynamics. I'm not going to talk about them as far as the stock potential. But I'm going to talk about what they're on to. And think about a electronic dog. If you had, let's say, a relative or a family member that was aging and needed help around the house, needed them to bring them food, medication, something, you could program electronic dog to bring them the medication. It would provide companionship. They can do tricks. They can talk to them. And they don't require any maintenance. They don't require going to the vet. They don't require any you know, any food, just charging. And this could be the next generation of how do we help um, some people that are in need of other care when maybe humans aren't available and a robot could suffice and help them out with that kind of situation. Think about how much money is spent in nursing homes. I mean, that figure is probably astronomical across the United States today. And if you could help a lot of these folks with maybe even staying home, they don't need to pay for this care. These are all kind of the possibilities that I started thinking about when I saw this video, which I'll attach into the podcast today. Again, it was really cool. It's maybe like a, a minute, minute and a half video, and it just shows the kind of capabilities that these robots have the ability to do. That's why I got excited. I was like, oh, I, I know we could do some things with that. Crap, you could go around my house and think about all the tasks that need to be done. I mean, do you, you, could, get some, you could get a robot to mow your lawn take care of your pool, get it to possibly go up on the roof and rake the leaves and the gutters. I mean, all kinds of really interesting things of if you started freeing up that manual labor, like what else could you be doing? Would you be writing? Would you be maybe learning to play an instrument? Something creative that really doesn't come out of a robot. I mean, you can train a robot how to recreate sound, but you have to create the original sound. That's where human value comes in is that creativity and ability to create something from scratch that doesn't exist today. So anyways, let's go ahead and jump into what I saw right off the bat when I jumped into Robo. Again, you can type that into any search bar and it'll come up with a plethora of, of companies that are in some kind of shape or form in automation, artificial intelligence, or robotics. Because again, manufacturing companies, um, distributing companies, Amazon, Walmart, they're investing so much money, millions of dollars in robotics and artificial intelligence to make that their supply chain faster. And you don't have to stock it with manual employees that need to be supervised, need time off on the clock, and run out of time. Robots don't get tired. They just need to be replaced after X amount of years. So when I first looked into the Robo ETF, I'm going to list off. Some of the companies I saw, and I started breaking this down out of, um, started getting out of the companies that are outside the United States. I got rid of them immediately because they're harder to track. There's not as great coverage. I don't like to invest in companies that I can't see, can't touch, can't feel, can't research. And I don't know what's going on with their fundamentals because 
if I can't prove that they're making money or if leads have some kind of business plan, and I really, really want to be sure, I'm probably not going to invest into it. I would say one exception to that rule is years ago I invested into what I would call um, Chinese Facebook, which is stock symbols called YY. And that's doubled probably in the last, I don't know, four or five years. But again, that was an exception to the rule. I know that China has a it's a dictatorship company. It's a country. It's not a, a democratic company, a country, sorry. And they wouldn't allow certain things with Facebook. They have their own brand. It's called YY. And it's a company that, you know, since say on the surface going, why would they not be able to, you know, explore Facebook and do the things that exactly what Facebook does today? So that's one of the companies that I saw. And I was like, hmm. Throw some money at it. It worked out pretty well. But again, I don't know anything about the fundamentals or financials because they don't disclose things. They're not monitored by NASDAQ or um, the uh, S&P 500. They're not ma managed by FINRA or the SEC. They don't have to disclose what they're making or what they're doing. So let's go back into the RoboTF. I'm going to talk about a few companies. And this is to kind of give you a flavor of what these episodes in this series are going to look like. Maybe we'll tackle a few at once. I'll kind of try to group them together, and we'll come up with a recommendation after the show. Some of these I know, and some of them I don't, which gives me excited because then I get to research them. So the first one that comes up is iRobot. So if anybody's seen um, Roomba, Roomba is the small electronic vacuum that will vacuum your entire house. That's made by iRobot, the power of the components. So I already knew that right off the bat. There's things like Oceaneering International, and they're a it's a technology play on oil discovery. Um, Intuitive Surgical, ISRG, they make the Da Vinci robots that can help with outpatient surgery and get people recovery faster. And you're like, what does that benefit me? Well, if you go in the hospital for a routine procedure, instead of taking weeks for your stomach, if you had something in your abdomen, to recover, that company is going to help get your recovery faster because there's going to be less mistakes and using robotics of a doctor's hands who's been on call for 10 hours, now he's got a system that's going to help him not make mistakes. Um, also Rockwell Automation, very much into, I've ever talked about them on the podcast, I think I did a segment on them and I believe they're about up 40% in the last year is they are very much into smart homes and automation, so looking forward to them. Other ones I didn't know what they do, which I'm excited, i got to do some research, is IPG Phonautics um, Corporation and Raven Industries. Not really sure what's going on there, but um, there's other ones called Helix Energy Solutions. So how do I bring more automation into your energy solutions environment? How do I make sure that your house is at the exact temperature when you're away from the house? Like... All of these things are going to benefit our lives in the future in some way, shape, or form. So if you take a step back and you're like, hmm, if I had money to put down for today that would benefit me over the next 10 years, how would I distribute that money? And that's the kind of things that I want to focus on this series that's going to cover robotics, automation, and artificial intelligence. Those are the kind of things that we're going to talk about because I think those are going to be ones that you kind of play from a speculative standpoint and figure out 
where are the gems in this robo ETF? Just to give you a flavor of how many companies are in here, which is I need time to digest this, is 93 companies are inside the robotics ETF. And there's a whole bunch of really cool names, a lot of things that I got to you know, go through, I've got to think about, and I've got to kind of analyze. So not, this is going to be a quick one, but I'll, we'll take out things that are overseas. We're not going to um, research those items. There's a lot of cool names, but I'm not really going to focus there because I can't see the fundamentals and I can't see how they're making money or what they're doing. So today's kind of show is about a preview of what to expect over the coming weeks, if not maybe a month or so, because again, 93 companies, a lot of things I've got to research to provide analysis, key insights, and figure out where the next move is over the next 5, 10 years and where I'd be placing my money if I wanted to make some speculative bets. Because again, in the portfolio itself, we talk about you've got a foundation, uh, what I call the rock um, or the, the, the port, uh, the fort in your portfolio is um, I reference this in my book, Investing Should Be Easy, is your fort is your three to five ETFs that that's like going to keep you stable. And then outside that, you should take some shots, take some speculative bets because the fort's going to keep your investment portfolio stable. But then you want to hit, try to hit some home runs that are going to jump, you know, 30% in a year, maybe even hundreds of percents a year. That's where you want to kind of start to make some of your money and take your shots because that's how you really make a difference in your portfolio. And that's what I want to start to get into as far as speculative. And we're not going to be looking at these investments every day, every month. This is something you say, let's bet on five things and let's see how they run over the next five years. Because if you can get some life-changing games, like a thousand percent, that's what we want to try to look at. So again, um, a lot of focus on automation, artificial intelligence, robotics, and anything that goes in that space. So that's what we're going to be looking at over the few, next uh, few weeks, months, or whatever. If you guys have any questions or comments, feedback, if there's a specific company that you're like, hey, can you take a look at this, go ahead and send me an email at alex.richwagon at gmail.com. And that's going to be today's show and a wrap. So uh, we'll see you soon, and we'll go into our journey on this robotics journey to see what we can find out. All right? Have a good rest of your week. Talk to you next time. Bye. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.